So it's a different, it's a different time now, but I, I'm definitely myself. That's good. And it was actually one thing I wanted to ask as far as like, um, have you ever tried to um, go to like XM radio or Sirius XM radio? Did, were you ever offer for that or not? Um, so my little hiatus that I had um, where I was, I wasn't really doing radio for about three years. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually I started doing, I was contracted to do some stuff, but I actually went over to XM not to do on air stuff, but I was, um, I was doing programming and, right. you know, I wanted to try my hand at that, see if I liked behind the scenes more and I didn't. Um, but at the time they really didn't have any opportunities like that. So it was just kind of like. I want to do my own thing. And I got that urge to start my own business. So I didn't pursue, you know, trying to do XM radio or go to another market. I wanted to build my own. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's probably the only way that I would ever want to actually be on the radio is if I can get on like XM because I couldn't, I couldn't do what you do like on regular radio and not be able to be like 100% say how I want to say it. I just, I just yeah, can't do it. I mean, it, uh, every, I will say they have their things too. So, right. whereas you may feel like, you know, you, you can be yourself, you can say whatever, it's going to be something else that is constrained. You're still working for them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. So, right, you can't cool. say everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Cause you know, yeah. you, you, you gotta, you gotta do it within the confines of how the radio station works and that sort of thing, correct? Right, yeah. yeah. They have their own set of uh, rules and non-negotiables and things like that. So oh, okay. that's okay, with cool. any, any company that is um, not yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand. What up, what up, what up? Stay hang out with your man, Ray Anthony Live. Thank y'all for tuning in with me. As always, my man, Jay Dizzle. What up, Jay? Hey, what's going on? Thank you for being on, Vic. So excited about you being here with us. Thank you for having me. I thought you was about to introduce me. Okay. I am going to introduce. <laughs> see, he, see, he kind of, he kind of, okay, he kind of, he kind of messed up my intro because you know, but it's all good. I, I still get to it. I still introduce you <laughs> properly. Cause I haven't even, I haven't even introduced Elvis Cole. I was like, yet. oh, it's that type of show. All right, like, well, I just came over. Where do I put? Where do I put the side dish that I bought? Like, <laughs> of course, I got my girl Sassy Ways on here. Hey, girl, what's going on? What's up? What's up? How are you? Doing good. How you doing? I'm wonderful. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, what's going on, Sassy? So good to hear your voice again. Likewise, you know, it's just like the Three Musketeers, back at it again. Yeah, yeah, y'all know I'm, I'm still recovering from my little accident last week, you know, but I'm good. You need to stop riding your bike in the dark, man. Nah, dude. But that, but, but it wasn't, but honestly, it wasn't my fault. You know, I, ain't, I didn't see that pothole at the bottom of that hill, you know what I'm saying? No, so it sounds like you need training wheels. <laughs> nah, I'm, nah, nah, I, I definitely know, need training wheels. I definitely don't need no training wheels. I'll be, I'll be on the bike. I get it. Trust me. I'll be getting it. But you need a light on your bike? What happened? How did you not see that joint? Come on, man. <laughs> because it was, it was like, okay, so we, we rolled out about, what, 13 miles. So we had it on the way back. And it was this big puddle of water. So, of course, going out there, I'm like, okay, I went around it. But coming back, you kind of had to go through it. So I'm like, man, I really don't want to ride through this big puddle of water right now. It's like, nah, I am not feeling that. So on the side of the puddle, it was just like the little, this little muddy little hill. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let me go ahead and take the little mud hill. So I went up the, it was like, a, it was not even a big hill, it was a small hill. So I went up the hill, came down, and I saw the hole, and I was right on top of it. 
And next thing I know, I was tumbling over, flipped, fell in the mud water, sat in the mud water. And, mm. But you know, the craziest thing about it was the people I was riding with, because I, I was ahead of them by a little bit of way. So by the time people catch up with me, you know the first thing they said? Oh, did you mess your bike up? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, how's your bike? <laughs> they asking about my damn bike. I'm like, yo, like, what about me? I'm muddy, dirty. I got a dislocated finger. I'm You're like, a grown ass man. You're going to heal, man. Them bikes are expensive. I'm like, it was two white girls and stopped and helped me up. Pick one, pick my bike up and everything. I'm like, thank y'all. People I'm riding with, is your bike all right? Is my bike all right? What about me? <laughs> nah, I'm alive. I'm good. I'm good, though. Thank you. Is my bike all right? What the? Oh, my goodness. Man, I tell you, but anyway. But look, y'all, we got a special guest in the building with us today. She is a Washington, D.C. native, born and raised. She has a bachelor's degree in media arts from UDC. She began her radio career as an intern in 2002 with the nationally syndicated Russ Parr Morning Show. She can currently be heard weekdays from 10 to 3 on Magic 102.3. BJ in the midday. Please welcome Vic Jagger. To the Hangout Hi. Podcast. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Little, little hand clap. That's yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bring my own applause. I'm gonna bring my own <laughs> no, tag next that. time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I hope that was a good intro for you. No, that was fine. That's good. Cool. How you doing? I'm feeling good. Feeling great. You know. That's good. That's good. Working how's, hard. How's, still. How's the radio life? Um, it's good. You know. We are, I've been broadcasting from home since March. So it's a, it's a new, um, it's a new normal for me right now. See, I didn't know, I didn't, I would not have thought that for a minute that you would be at home. I thought you would still be in the studio. I say it every now and then on the air because some people, you know, they think I'm in the studio. Yeah. And um, no, I have a a super producer um, who's in the studio uh, holding everything down for me. And we sync up and that's what I love. So it's, you don't miss a beat. Still got my DJs and all that. So that's good. That's great. So you're, so you're pretty much on seven days a week or is it just five days or six days? I think, cause I listen to you during the day, Monday through Fridays, but weekends. Yeah. So I am still on the rest of my morning show. And um, so that's six to 10 and okay. I do my show 10 to three and then on Sundays, you can hear me in um, Dallas, Indianapolis, um, and wow. Baltimore uh, from, well, it, I guess they're central time, um, right, Dallas, right. but okay. here in Baltimore, it's uh, 12 to 6. Oh, okay. So, oh, nice. yeah, okay. on Sunday. Nice. So, let's, let's, let's kind of take it back to the beginning. So, when did you first realize that you wanted to be a radio DJ? Uh, I guess when I was in college. Okay. I, but even in college, I didn't know that I wanted to do radio. I wanted to do TV. And actually that's oh. what my degree is in. That's what my concentration is in TV production. Um, right. But I did a year at Morgan when I first graduated from Easton Senior High School. Uh, shout out to the Ramblers. And okay. um. Okay. I went to Morgan my first year. I partied. I had a good time. <laughs> I was in the TV and radio program. I was, I had a, a campus job and okay. it was just like, 
you know, my first real experience living away from home. So we, we going to the club and on a Wednesday on a little cheese bus they have <laughs> going oh, wow. downtown Baltimore partying. And nice. um, needless to say, my grades showed it. So I came <laughs> home after my first year at Morgan. <laughs> and my mother was like, yeah, you're going to have to uh, handle that yourself. So I was like, man. Wow. How am I, I going to pay for a college? <laughs> so I uh, enrolled at UDC. But the great thing about um, UDC is, one, all of my professors, um, and I did things backwards there. So I took all of, like, my senior class. Like, I took all of my junior and senior classes first. And then, so I was a senior in freshman orientation because <laughs> I didn't take it. I don't know how that happened. I took like all intro, which needless to say, my senior year was pretty easy because it was all like freshman classes and stuff like that. I don't know how I did it backwards. Wow. So I finished all of my major um, classes for TV production early. Um, mm. And all of my professors taught at Howard. And so I always um, say, like all of my uh, major professors taught at Howard, and I say, um, I tell Angie Ange all the time, because you know, she's a Howard alumni. And I'm right. like, we have the same education. You just pay more. Because I had the same professors you did. So, wow. <laughs> so while, wow. I was at, um, while I was at UDC, um, they said to, um, they said, oh, you know, your assignment is to interview anybody in media. Anybody you want. It could be TV, radio, you know, newspaper, any of that. Mm. And I was like, man, I'm going to interview Russ Parr and Olivia Fox. Like, I listen to that show all the time time. in high school. And I know that that, they sound like they're having so much fun. I'm going to go interview them. So I called. I did the whole thing. I um, ended up going there interviewing um Olivia at first and then Russ was like you know what do you he had me all nervous he's like what are you here for what school do you what are you doing and I'm all like I, I um I'm doing an assignment so he gave me his background in radio and all that and I they let me stay in the studio so the producer Brian um and they were doing like bits I was just cracking up it was like surreal like yeah, I yeah. was in heaven and after that I was like, I'm about to ask about an internship. And um, so I asked uh, the producer about an internship and I got in. And this is when radio, like, you kind of needed a credit, but it wasn't as tough as it is now. So I was like, hey, Russ, here's my, can you fill out my grade? He was like, I shouldn't give you a C. No. (laughs) (laughs) He would just put an A on my (laughs) thing. So I got all A's for my (laughs) little internship. And um, yeah, so, so you were still, so you were still in college then. You were still in college that. That's. I was, I wow. was, I and and you know that was the grind for me because I know I, I kind of had it tough a little bit um, from people who were in radio and had been in radio for years because they felt like oh this young girl coming in and she on because syndication is like where you want to eventually go in radio. Absolutely, and yes. for me yeah. to be so young and starting at the syndication level. Yeah. And I was, some people wasn't really feeling that. They like, oh no, you ain't have to put in no work yet. You ain't. And mm. the reality of it is, you know, as an intern, I did. Like I had to go get coffee. I had to do all that, go get the breakfast. I had to run the board. <laughs> I learned the board. I learned all the production stuff. And I would stay 
for hours, like even after the morning show, I would stay, I wanted to learn everything. And what people didn't understand was I was going to, I was doing the morning show, I had to get, get up at four, make it there, you know, by five, five 30 or whatever, help out. And my classes were from like 11 to eight. Ooh. So 11, four day. Wow. Right. And then I'll have to turn back around and then I would do it. And you know, what's crazy is I ended up, that was like the start of my, that was the end, what spring, uh, my, uh, sophomore year hmm. by my junior year, I was pregnant. Even I, hmm. whatever, I can't remember the dates, but um, I ended up being pregnant and I would come to work and I still would do the same thing. Like I took a year off. Let me, let me say that I'm lying. Cause I did take a year off hmm. after that. Cause it was a lack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, but by the time yeah. I was about to just give up because I had been interning for a year I was like man like my bills I had like a little cell phone little Nokia and all that and <laughs> I'm like I need and 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 I was working at up against the wall oh and wow. I was a manager yeah I was an assistant manager <laughs> up against the wall like it's coming back to me I'm like <laughs> I'm getting little details like yeah niggas I put in work <laughs> wow yeah I was I was I used to be on the uh the bus I used to catch the bus down Georgetown and um I remember Russ and them used to call because this is right when because I was Shaquana on the show yeah um, yeah and that was like my character and so he would call me and I would be on the metro, okay? And mm. he would be like, hey, we need you to say this. We need you to do that. I'm like, man, I'm on a bus full of people, but I ain't want to tell Russ. And they're like, I'm on a bus. I can't do it. <laughs> so I used to be like, what you doing? You know, just real ghetto, loud, just doing my character. People be looking at me like, what? And I'm like, they don't even know. I'm on the radio. On, on the radio. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, it was, it was, um. It was a good time, man. I just sometimes I forget how hard I did work for everything that I have and everything that I've Mm -hmm. accomplished and where I started because I sacrificed a lot. Like I stopped school for a year um, Mm -hmm. to focus on just doing the morning show and and learning everything that I can. And then I ended up going back to school. And so for me, that's big because I don't really like school. Okay. This is why my intention was to be a lawyer for real, for real. And then I switched it to, yeah, I was in the law program at Easton and then I switched. I was like, I'm going to be on TV (laughs) or I want to do, I'm going to be a producer, TV producer. And so that's why I changed my major. Um, And then switching to falling in love with radio yeah. and entertaining and um so, so when you journey. so so when you went back to school that's when you went mm-hmm. to UDC UDC no 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 I stopped going to UDC I was going there that's how I ended up um doing the interview for Russ because that was oh, one of my okay, assignments okay, 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 for okay. my class right okay okay and shortly like after I finished um the semester that's when I said I'm going to dedicate you know my time to focus in on radio Right. And in the middle of that, in between time, you know, bills piling up and, you know, and I'm just like, am I going to get hired? What's going to happen? I've been interning for a year. Where is this going? And one of the uh, assistant producers was like, Vic, just chill. Just chill. Be patient. I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. And she ended up leaving and I ended up getting her job. Wow. I ended up taking over. So I ended up being the assistant producer. And it was like a year, right when I was about to quit. 
Cause I remember like, it was yesterday. She was like, no, don't, you know, stick it out. And um, she ended up resigning and I took her position. So then I became the assistant producer of the morning show. And then Russ, uh, one day he needed, you remember, um, what's the, like the black, the bachelor or Joe, it was Joe millionaire or something. It was like a guy that was just looking for love. He did a black version of it. And he wanted like these ghetto girls to describe. And like, I still wish that I, I'm going to say I regret it, but I still wish I would have chose a different name because he was like, Victoria, come over here. And I want you to do a character too. And it was enough. It was two other girls that did it. And when I did it, you know, I'm from Southeast. So I was like, oh, y'all want to get up. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to show you. And so I was like, this Jaquana. And I was just doing that. Yes. And The second time he asked me to do it, I said Shaquisha or something. And he was like, no, this Shaquana. And so he made that name. That was my character. And so it developed into me having a, I made up a name, Micanetta for my son. And yes. it was like a full I remember that. thing. I remember, I remember yeah, that. so I, remember I, I was stuck in this, like, it became a popular character of the show. And, and I still can't get away from that. That's, yeah, still was, have me at Shaquana in their phone. I'm like, can you change that name? You know, do you, do you still get do you still get called Shaquana to this sometimes, day? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. A lot of people come up to me and they'll be like, I remember when you were Shaquana. Where's Shaquana? I'm like, she's deep down in here. Please don't bring her out, okay? Because that inspiration came from somewhere. Wow. <laughs> I have a cousin named Shaquana. And really? You, yes, my wife's cousin. Her name is Shaquana, and you are the perfect epitome of a Shaquana. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Leave it there. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah. I had to end up switching it because it was like, not that it was holding me back, but I felt like it was. I just wish that I would have said another name. And so that's when Vic Jagger was, was birthed. But you know, but you know, Shaquana was is is a household name though. Like you, you took it and you really made it your own when you used to do your characters and and kind of like I did. It was yeah. it, I, people look forward to hearing from you. They really did. That's yeah. what I was day. about to say, honey. You had that morning show lit, okay? Yes. We, yes. We just listen, yes. and you got me through so much traffic. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, so I just I, felt like you know, you know, it was a it was a character, right? And so mm-hmm. once I, I started to grow, I had my son um, and I was pregnant all the way up until I delivered. Like I went for a doctor's appointment and just didn't come back that day because they, <laughs> they decided to, to oh, take wow. the baby. So after that, I just felt like, you know, when, when the show, when Russ talks about serious things, I can't come on as a character and mm-hmm. give an opinion about it. I'm like, I'm college educated. By this time, I'm like graduating from college and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be this character. You know, uh, I wanted yeah. my, my opinion heard. And, I, and so that's why I was just like, yeah, I got I to gotta switch it up. So it's kind of hard for you to move away from the character and being funny to just, just the, serious, the serious side of you. Yeah, the, the serious side. Like when we, we talk about different issues and this, that, right. and the other, it's like, I can't come on and be like, well, what I think is, like, I can't do that. That's not even yeah, me. No, right, right. That's yeah. not me. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, I wanted to 
be more of myself. I mean, you might catch, I, I sound DC anyway, but it's just not over the top and, and just, you know, just talking, just some ignorance. Cause <laughs> Shaquana was saying some ignorant stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Shaquana is a character. Yeah, she's, yeah, a, she's, a, a, she's a straight up character. character. Yeah, yeah she's a straight absolutely. Character. Yeah. But see, the, the thing about it is you hear that name so much and people mm-hmm. really start to think that that's how you are and your real name is Shaquana. Exactly. And I want to I hear yes. her all the time on yes. the radio. Where's Shaquana at? You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to, you know, move away from being. Oh, it was person. hard. Oh, it was hard. <laughs> but I did it. I but you did it. Y'all were not going to keep me down. listen i I appreciate the elevation because a lot of women can resonate with the story from the beginning to the end but i will share my personal little situation not even a situation just my aha moment right so Mm -hmm. i'm listening i i jump from station to station you know how we do when a commercial come on you go to this station and i support all because at the end of the day you know we're all the family right Mm -hmm. we're all local and we're all a family although we're broken down into entities and i heard your voice on 96.3 and i was like wait a minute that kind of sounds like shaquana right oh well 2.3 Oh, one, maybe 102, 102.3. Yeah. I didn't say 96.3. My apologies. No, but no, the no. voice, the voice is distinctive. It doesn't change, right? And people, mm-hmm. when people do voice recognition, because you are a radio personality and it comes mm-hmm. across the airway and we're not looking at your face, the voice is what we have in mind. Like it's embedded as Shaquana. Like yeah. if, I would, if I saw you and you didn't speak, I'm like, oh, I've seen Big Jagger's face before. That's her. Right. But then when you speak, it's like, well, wait a minute. Is this? Is that? <laughs> yes, I got right. that a lot. Yes, right. yes. Right. people so. would call when I first uh, started by myself because um, that wasn't my intention. I didn't intend on having my own show, VJ. Like that wasn't even on my mind. Um, I just, um, well, to go back a little bit to just set this up. Once I had my um, my little break, it was three years, right? And in those three years, I definitely grew a lot. I, um, and I lost everything, you know, and, and I, I tell this story often, like I, I had to sell my house. I had to get rid of my car. I was walking my son to school. It was just a very different to go from Shaquan to go from this, this well-known character on a syndicated morning show to now, you know, and at the time, like I said, when I first came into radio, people kind of, they used to shit on me a little bit, you know, like this would be rude to me. And so, yeah. Yeah, So so for me in my mind at that time, I was like, F everybody, I'm just focusing on the morning show and that's what I'm going to do. And so that's what I did. I didn't, I didn't play the game. I I hate to say play the game, but I didn't play the game like I should have. I didn't build relationships with people that I should have. And so once it was over for me, it was like, okay, well, you didn't really build any, relationships you know I knew people and I'm gonna tell you like when I left it was like the people that would be on my line for you know let's go to the club let's go to the concert uh you going to this event let's do this that phone silent there were only a few people that really like call you okay you need anything let me and I, I had opportunities where people 
would, you know, set me up with, you know, this interview or doing this. And, you know, I was doing like little stuff. So I would do um, like I did Roland Martin show a bunch mm-hmm. of times. Um, and that was cool. You know, it kept that, that me in, in the media and, and doing things that, you know, that I love. And then I started a blog, The Gabulous Life. And I had like five writers under me and it was cool. I like to write. I, I'm a creative all the way around. But it was also, it was bittersweet, I guess you could say, because it was just like, you went from being on the air every day to now, it's like you're building up from the ground up, I guess you could say. And so, um, you know, after a while, like after that XM stint, I didn't like it. I didn't like program. It was boring to me. And because they gave me like bluegrass stations and like, like, oh, wow. Country. Like, yeah, like, I don't know this, like what? So I ended up like, I took my last check from XM and I said, I'm going to start my own business. And that's when I started Private Suite Collection. So I started my candle business. Oh, okay. And so I focused on that. I focused on the blog. I focused on doing um, just like contracted work here and there, writing for publications and, um, and TV or whatever. So then I got a call from Russ. Me and Russ ended up, you know, talking and connecting again. And he was like, hey, I want to contract you to do some stuff on the morning show again, like call in, do voices. Cause I would do a lot of voices during my stint there. Yeah, yeah it was, was a lot of different voices that I would do. So yes. he contracted me to do that. So I was doing that. So that got me back in the radio a little bit. And then he was like, you know, um, then there was an opportunity to possibly be on Ricky Smiley show. And so I went to Atlanta um, for a week and I did on um, Ricky's show and it was great. It was just like, it was fun. You know, it was a different experience. Mm-hmm. I'm in, a, I'm in ATL, you know, and around that time they started making changes and I went from no opportunities for real to, okay, you can do, uh, you know, you can do stuff with KYS. You mm-hmm. can wait for the Ricky Smiley show st- stuff to happen, or you can come back with the rest of morning show. And I chose to go back with the rest of our morning show because that is like family. Family, yeah. We connect, we're, we click, and, you know, that's where, and I'm glad I, I'm clearly, I'm glad I made that decision. Right, um, right. And yeah, so yeah. after I came back, it was like, that's where my focus was. Like, I came back as a producer on air talent. So I'm like focused on that. I came back January 2016. What, uh, October? Yeah, around October-ish, maybe August. That's when they came to me and was like, hey, we want you to fill in for, you know, middays. I was like, by myself? And they was like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. And I'm like, uh, I just got back. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know y'all clock. I don't, I'm making all these excuses. Like, (laughs) I don't want to do this. That's and Russell's nice, like, nice. do it. Just, yes. you know, just do it. Do that. I was like, all right. Oh. So I was like, my first time on there, I lied to you not. I got on, <laughs> I got on the air by myself. And I was like, it's magic. 102.3 and 92. Like, and Russ <laughs> called me and was like, who the F is that on the air? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, be yourself, be yourself, just be yourself. Yes. I was like, I'm loud. You know, I like, I'm, I'm high energy. That's not what I'm used to for this format. Right. I grew up on, you know, the Jeannie Joneses, Natalie Cases. Like I thought right. middays, midday women were just like, hey, 
you're in the midday. And, and yeah. so I tried to do that. And that wasn't me. So right. once I relaxed and I was just myself, that's when I shifted what middays on an urban AC look like. You know, I was out the box. Like, I'm a yell. I'm gonna say, hey girl, let's go. Let's like, and I had Rico there, you know, helping me, uh, like motivating me and mm-hmm. keeping me in the game. Like, let's go. Like, you, you, we, we good. And so it was a very, um, it was a different experience and it's been a journey. So yeah, it's been, it's been great. And actually what I was going to uh, say was when I think when the Russ Paul morning show switched stations, they had this, they had that big article came out and I guess, you know, the fans started reading it and I'm like, they switching stations. Why are they going to one or 2.3 and stuff like that? And <laughs> once this, once the switch was made, and I listened to the show, and people that I knew, knew listened to the show. Like, did you hear? You hear Shaquana, Shaquana back on the Russ Park? I'm like, for real? I'm like, oh, for real? I'm like, oh, let me turn it on, let me turn it on, turn it on. And then I was just like, you know, some, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just be listening to it again because I was you know, like, he was one of definitely one of my favorites always since oh, the very because I was listening to Russ Park since he, before he even came on. I was listening to ninety three point nine anyway. So when he came on and yeah. had all the people and the characters on there. And, you that was like always, the best to me. You like, were always that that for me, that show did it for listening. me more than anything. Just just the characters and the crazy and the laughter and the fun. Yeah, That's what like, just did who's it. For me. Do, who's doing like I'm sitting there yes. like a fan when I first like started and I'm like, who does Nikki? Who does Barney? <laughs> yes, who, and yes, they're like yes. Russ. I'm like, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then yes. when I found out, I had a, a, a fan out moment when I, we were, you know, when we did the wrong songs, we all used to just party in the studio. We would turn it up and we'd be dancing and, you know, saying stuff on air and stuff. And I remember they played Roaches. I was like, oh my God, y'all remember yes. this song? I remember, y'all remember this video? Cause it was like Clay Nation, remember? And they was like, you know that's Russ. And I was like, what you mean? And they was yeah. like, Russ is Bobby Jimmy. Yep. And I was like, what you, what you mean? And they pulled it up. Cause I could not believe it. When I tell you yeah. I fanned out, I was like, oh my God, you made Roaches? <laughs> <laughs> And I still yep, say it. So did. Now he be like, shut up. <laughs> yep. Like, you are Bobby Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So One of the best like, segments of all time. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Absolutely. What was some of the things that, I mean, of course, well, first of all, when I heard the voice and then I saw how you looked and I was like, that's her? I'm like, she don't even sound oh like. Gosh, I got that so much too. <laughs> like she don't I even sound. People, what you, she don't what even sound like, like she. Like? She don't, she don't sound nothing like she. Like I'm like, oh, she's chocolate. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice and, looking. Okay, I like that. Nice. I'm like a lot of people used to say that, yes. and I, I would, I, I didn't know what that meant because I'm like, well, what you, what, 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 what do you think I look like? Um. So yeah, I got that often when I would go out and do, cause I used to be out in the community all the time. So that's where I met a lot of other uh, radio personalities too. Like Angie Ange, when I first, um, I was doing a hit at um, uh, Largo High School right. with uh, Antonio, the Cuban cigar smoker. And, uh, <laughs> and Angie came yeah. over and I remember I used to listen to her cause she used to go by your Royal Highness. And I just thought that was such a clever name. And so 
when I met her, she was like, oh my gosh, you're that jazz. She hates when I say that because I, she was excited like that. And I, but I was equally excited because I said, you know, oh, you're your royal hypeness. And so we connected on that. So it was, it was good to find peers who, and, and we're still close to this day because she was one of the people who I could, you know, relate to, bounce stuff off. We, was cl- we were close in age. And right. so, um, so yeah, it was, it was always fun to go out in the streets. I met so many people just by being out. Yes, because you do the, what's the thing that you do over at the shopping center over there where the Dave and Buster is? Wind down. Wind, wind down. Man. Because I, I, used about to, wind down. I used to work out like around the corner from there and just trying to get through that little circle area yeah. just to get past there to the workout <laughs> was like, you oh, you, oh, you you came on uh, Richie Station. Yes, yes, Richie yes, Station. yes. Oh, okay, yeah, because we yes. started, well, when I started, we were in Largo um, Town right. Center. Okay, okay. It was on Thursdays. I think it was on, thir- was on, Thurs- on Thursdays. It used yep, to be yep. so packed just trying to get past that area. And I'm like, why is it so crowded over here? I'm like, oh, okay, Big Jagger has her wind down going down. Like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no wonder. Yeah, no wind wonder. down grew so much. Yes, yes. Like, well, you yeah, ended popular. up having like 1,500 people out there. Wow. Um, but it was always like a good time, though. Right, and right. that's one of the things that, you know, I do miss now that COVID took over we weren't able to do that this summer so wow um, a lot of people yeah. hit me like they had been hit me since january like hey is wind down coming back i'm it's like really yeah. it's yeah. january can we can we at least wait until march <laughs> okay before y'all start asking me but that's how fun it was you know yeah. it was a, a good relaxing time and you could come out there with your chair yeah and sit yeah. and yeah. enjoy jazz you know yes. like that's yes. absolutely the best vibe ever so, so what has the COVID done as far as, you know, being able to get out and, and see people and entertain and still, you know, make your appearances and everything? What has it done overall for you as far as like, you know, um, how have you handled it? Um, I mean, I think I'm handling it. I think I'm handling it pretty well. I, I was good in the beginning because I like to be at home anyway. Like yeah, I, yeah. I never thought that I would get to the point where, and, and Alfreda told me this years ago, cause I was always the youngest on the show. Um, right. Right. And so I used to be at the club all the time. I would, I mean, my irresponsible, is it irresponsible? Yeah. Irresponsible days. Sometimes I got to <laughs> check, make sure I be doing that on the air too. Live when, I, when I'm about to say a word and I'm like, is that the right word that I'm supposed to use? Uh, so yeah when I was when I wasn't responsible uh, I would party and then um, I would come straight to the station and I would sleep in the studio we had a couch in there so I would be sleep in the studio or sleep in my car and um, you know I was barely I wasn't 20 when I started interning like wow I remember we all went out they were having a morning show like get together and they let the intern come and Russ was like what do you want to drink and I was like I'm not 21 yet. <laughs> and so now I think I love being in the house. Frida's is like, you're, you're going to get to a point where you're going to be tired of going out and you're not going to want to go out unless you're getting paid. I was like, girl, please. Have you been to Josephine? Have you been to, you know, <laughs> love girl? Oh, wow. Like we, <laughs> like I wow. used to have so much fun just being out, but now. Yeah. Nah. So I was, I've been good just being in the house. 
Um, I, I, I've made my home, which I feel like everyone should do. You should make your home so comfortable that like in order to leave, it has to be something like good going on. Like if I can stay in the house, I'm good, you know, but now I find myself missing the interaction. I miss having, I miss being in the studio. Yeah. I miss, let me not say that so, too loud. Cause <laughs> I, don't, I want to be like, yeah, you got to come back to the studio. Right. But, right. Um, right. I think I just miss having like my DJs there. I bounce energy off of them. Yeah. Um, but they, we, we, we have worked together for a while now so we can kind of connect with each other through the music. So they know, they know what's going to get me hyped. They'll put a song and I know, you know, we kind of connect in that way, but just missing the listener interaction and, um, and, you know, just being able to move freely. Like I like being in the house, but I like going when I please going where I please and when I please. So right, you know, right. that part has been hard. And of course not doing events. Cause then you, you know, you ain't getting the you don't get the, you don't so. get the Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah, slow yeah. down. Yeah, um, yeah. But again, that's why it was important for me when I came back um, that I had something to fall back on. Right. Uh, yeah. Now, I will never not have my own thing going on. Like, I'm a realtor and so. I have my candle business and right. I'm expanding in, you know, in, mm -hmm. in those areas. And then, you know, about to do the pocket. Like, I got stuff coming. So that's good. That's a good thing. Good. That's what I was going to ask you. I wanted to find out, like, what what's your next big project like what's the thing that you're really excited to do or you're thinking about what's what's in the pot boiling um i mean i always have something something happening i think my big thing now is oh my subscription box um for okay. for private suite that's just something that i've always wanted to do with the collection because it's like okay yeah i make candles i used to do custom candles and stuff and then i started um when i started back in radio i couldn't i couldn't do the custom candles like i wanted to so i just started creating you know just branding the ones that i had and then i incorporated crystals i'm into crystal healing i'm into mm. all of that staging your energy and just doing all that clearing your energy clearing your space and do you do the Roki? You said, do I do what? Do you do the Roki? It's the, uh, oh. the uh, where you like kind of, you don't touch someone, but you kind of wave yeah, your no. hands over their body. Are you? Oh, Reiki. Oh, Reiki. Yeah. No, no. I, um, Reiki, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was going to get into that before COVID. Um, I have a spot in Silver mm -hmm. Spring um, where I would go get crystals and stuff. And they were about to start offering the classes for it. Those classes are pretty expensive, but I was going to do it um, because <laughs> I wanted to get into, you know, I wanted to get into that because um, I'm an energy person. And so mm -hmm. if somebody's energy is off, like I can, I could probably deal with feel. it. You know, I, I, I can feel it, but it's like, uh, all right, their energy uh, is not so, uh, you know. I feel you with that. <laughs> yeah. That is so interesting. I love that. How do we get like, and how do we get to this stuff that you have? Because I want to know about the candles. I'm trying to find out about the crystals. How do Listen, we I'm looking right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> private suite collection, S U I T E, private suite collection.com. Um, and I started, my sister actually got me into, 
I don't want to get too deep into it because some people be like, oh, yeah, it's witchcraft and all that. But um, it's not. And having to explain that to certain people who, you know, they may have grown up in the church and they're just like, God can kill whatever you da 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 da. And that's fine. (laughs) You know, I I don't hate on anyone's belief or anything, but I do believe in energy. I do believe in the power of the universe and um, in clearing your because you know when I was going through my tough time I always say Mm -hmm. it was the most peace that I've ever had even though it was hard you know I don't think I don't wish losing anything losing everything on anyone because Mm -hmm. it's just like you feel like you worked so hard for those things but one thing that I realized was God saw that I was distancing from him and Mm. he took everything away from me so that I can focus on him again. That's how I look at it. And once I started switching my thought process and I started, you know, I started praying more and I started, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. trying to meditate and just having a positive attitude towards everything. Even if I didn't have... I would, I would have a negative balance, you know, and yeah, I would right. be okay. I would be fine about it. And it's not that I, I just didn't mm-hmm. care. It was that I know that I have some money coming. I can't yeah. even tell you how I pay my cell phone right. bill every, every month because it mm-hmm. was just like, it was just there. I just had the money to pay it every month. Yeah. Every, even mm-hmm. if I didn't have it at the beginning of the month, by the end of the month, I had it. And so I think it was, or I know that it was from just, leading a, a positive life and yeah. I, yes, yes i never want to yes, get to that point yes. again where i feel like i'm just so far from being spiritually centered that mm-hmm. god is like okay gotta teach you a lesson again hey here i am <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know uh-huh, so i always yeah. try to keep my energy uh clear you know and, and positive yeah have, i love yeah, that absolutely yeah. crystals have done that for me so my sister introduced me to my first one and I, I've connected with it on a level that even she is, is surprised about. Like she does tarot readings and things like that. I mean, she does tarot oh, okay. cards and stuff. She doesn't do other people reading, but um, I can, I have over 70 crystals and I wow. can pretty much name all of them. And she's like, how do you know? Which I was like, I don't know. I'm just connected. Just like, know that's, that's my avenue. Like, I, wow. I'm, I'm a crystal girl. Like, I, wow. yeah. So that definitely keeps me, um, you know, I have my days. <laughs>